You're listening to Filling the Storehouse Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Stuart. And we want to walk with you on the journey to living the abundant life through faith, family, and freedom. Our goal is to refine our why while helping you find yours. Together, achieve our best and highest purpose. In the end, we'll drive each other to intentionally fill our storehouse. All right. Hello, everybody. This is Stu and David. And this is uh, Filling the Storehouse Podcast episode nine is that is that right i always forget I so. yeah episode nine. Nine. Episode um, nine and today so it's easter weekend and we have two amazing guests um on today and uh just it, it's perfect timing for for the season uh and for you know everything that's going on right now um my my friend mike lotzer and um, his business partner matt morgan um, welcome guys i really appreciate you guys coming on today yeah Hey, before we kick it off, uh, just want to highlight that uh, we got some bald beauty going on. All right, bald is beautiful. Come on, bald is beautiful. Stu, you feel left out, buddy? I, I feel I feel a little left out, but I, well, I mean, I tried to get kind of closer to you guys. I don't, if anyone has watched the YouTube videos before this episode, uh, I did have a full head of hair, and um, I went with my new COVID nineteen look and uh, tried to get as <laughs> close to to you guys uh, as possible but if i went if i went full force i don't know if it would look i don't know if it'd be a good look for me so i will you have a choice we don't have a choice we actually secretly just want to be like you but (laughs) strength in numbers right so (laughs) i I think your effort personally i think your effort's pretty weak Stu. there's a lot left up on the top there but i and i will i will uh it's probably not a great practice matt to disagree with our guests so so uh, close to the beginning of the podcast but um (laughs) But I think God created only a certain number of heads that he wanted to, uh, you know, the full glory of looking down on a bald head. So that's, that's my, that's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Well, hey, I'll, uh, let me kick it off real quick with, uh, just your bios. Um, we knew that, uh, humble gentlemen like you guys would, would probably not highlight some of your, your accolades. Uh, so I I thought uh, we'd we'd do that for you. So first off, Matt Morgan is one of the leading relationship coaches in the country. He's helped more than 10,000 military members, veterans, and civilians bulletproof their relationships. When it comes to equipping nearlyweds, newlyweds, and married couples, Matt has a gift for creating millennial-friendly, data-driven, and highly practical coaching experiences. Matt holds a master's degree in counseling and theology and was recognized as both Wedding Wires and the Knots 2019 Best Marriage Coach. Matt resides in Denver, Colorado with his wife and daughter. And I will say I never thought I would know what uh, Wedding Wire was and the knot, but it left a impression on my life as I was getting married uh, 11 years ago and spent a lot of time on the knot. So <laughs> yes. That's legit. Okay, and uh, Mike Lotzer is a pastor, entrepreneur, and former Army chaplain having served with distinction in the Iraq War. Mike has worked on the staff of several mega churches in both California and Minnesota, and is presently the lead pastor of Mercy Road Church in Minneapolis. In 2019, Mike partnered with his friend Matt Morgan to launch Salute to Relationships. STR is a digital training organization that bridges the gap between the best civilian relationship training and the specific needs of military service members and veterans. Mike lives in Minneapolis, Minnesota with his wife and three children. Beautiful. All right. So yeah. this, we kind of wanted to focus today on, on one, um, their business, Salute to Relationships. And, um, you know, episode eight, we were talking about, you know, the stuff that's going on right now with COVID-19 and us being quarantined and um, really what we should be focusing on 
Um, and what we should be spending time with um, investing, you know, investing in people, investing in education. And, and so we kind of wanted to come on today to talk uh, to Mike and Matt about um, investing in relationships because it's, it's huge. And um, before we get into that and before we get into their story and their mission, I want to kind of give a little bit of a backstory with, with uh, my connection and relationship with Mike. Um, as everyone knows, I, I'm in the Navy and in uh, 2008, 2009, um, I, was, I was tagged to go on what they called an individual augmentation. And so I was rooted from my Navy aviation career and sent to um, Iraq um, to be a part of an Army Civil Affairs Battalion. And we were um, connected with the 10th Mountain Division at the time when I first um, got there. Um, and they quickly left. And then um, the, uh, the National Guard unit from uh, Minnesota came in, and that's where uh, I met Mike. Mike was uh, an Army chaplain um, there in Iraq. We were in uh, Basra, Iraq, and um, and we got connected. And he um, he you know we we kind of um, started to learn about each other, and he started a, a little men's um, group, kind of like a little a small group, and that I joined. And then uh, he got uh, the Dave Ramsey Financial Peace University class funded. Uh, through his unit. And so I joined that and started kind of learning about financial peace with Dave Ramsey. And, um, and then a little bit later on, we, uh, Mike had the idea of, of starting a coffee shop and uh, I volunteered to help him out. And we started Holy Joe's Coffee, um, a tiny little coffee shop in, in Basra, Iraq. And it was like my sacred ground for like coming and being like, you know, not just this army guy, you know, Navy guy in army shoes. Um, but it was a place where like Mike and I could talk and have a good relationship. And it's where I like kind of reconnected with the Lord. Um, and, uh, so Mike and I have kind of, we, we kind of lost touch for a while and then he reconnected with me not so long ago and, you know, felt like incredibly blessed to get reconnected with Mike. So Mike, thank you, man. I, I can't tell you how much, um, you meant to me, especially during that time period, it was, it was a tough deployment. And I know you had some pretty tough times too, which we can get into for, um, yeah. for those listeners. Yeah. Thanks. I, I feel the same way. And that was some uh, coffee shop, wasn't it? It was an old um, engineer tent that we reclaimed and then we sprayed the heck out of it. Uh, so it, it really only stood up because of the spray foam. Uh, but it, <laughs> you, could, you could fit a hundred guys in there. And uh, we had a whole wall of coffee and um, we took the hymn boards from the British Anglican chaplain before me. Um, and we kind of made a joke out of him. So like, be thou my night vision and a mighty fortress is our Cobb contingency operating base. And, and so it had this whole theme. And then we took the most uh, kind of vulgar meme that it's this World War II sergeant holding a cup of coffee and the meme says how about if you have a glass of shut the up blank up and and we scrubbed out that and we reinserted you know are you running on spiritual how full is your spiritual cup or something like that so guys would walk by it and do a double take because they'd see that image and then they're like well that's like a chaplain thing <laughs> yeah that was, it was a good time it was man it was awesome like like i said it was kind of like my like, it was my, my holy place, right. To go and like, you know, feel connected and, 
I'd go there every morning and have some coffee. And then I sort started volunteering there to, you know, make coffee. I mean, we had great coffee too. It was way better than anything you could get in the, in the DFAC. Well, these um, lower enlisted guys would show up and they'd see Stu and Stu's their barista, aviator and a officer. And they'd kind of feel pretty special do a double take. So yeah. Uh, it was, serving heart. Yeah. It was a good time for sure. Um, well, so then, then Mike reached out to me not too long ago and started telling me about, um, you know, uh, the company that he and, and Matt had started uh, with Salute to Relationships. And, and uh, you know, I, I got uh, online and, and got uh, a username and password and started going through it. And, and um, my wife and I started going through uh, some of the classes together. And, and it was just, it was a perfect time for my wife and I, we, you know, we had been kind of struggling, like we, you know, we have small kids and we're just so, so engaged with just daily life with our kids and having them be the focus. And we had kind of lost a little bit of focus um, for our relationship. Um, and uh, we started going through this stuff and man, it's so powerful, it's so powerful. So, um, you know, Mike and Matt, um, tell us about like what Salute to Relationships is, you know, and, and kind of. Uh, the backstory of that and, and the why behind it. Yeah, yeah, you know, salute to relationships is just that we are saluting to warriors and veterans to be able to optimize and increase the most vital relationships that they have. And our why is healthy relationships are what make life rich. And for warriors, it makes what really it makes freedom worth fighting for. And so at the end of the day, we all know relationships are tough. <laughs> they're hard. They're not easy, but they're the most vital thing we have. And especially, you know, in our time right now, we're all quarantined. We're at home. A lot of us are now, it's April, Easter weekend. We're like stir crazy. And it's like, we need this now more than ever. <laughs> you know, It's like, I love you, but I can't stand you. And that's called real life. And I think military culture has a whole host of other uh, things like PTSD, deployment, mid-tour leave, like reintegrating back into society. So there's a whole nother realm that military culture goes through that civilians just don't understand. And so, um, yeah, I've been, a, I was a pastor in my former life, I call it. I was a relationship coach. I've been a relationship coach for many years. And uh, Mike, had, was, he and I went to college together. And so we were college buddies. And, um, and so he's in Minneapolis. He was like, hey, you have this relationship coach stuff going on with online resource. Could I use it for my military culture? And I said, yeah, absolutely. How can I serve? Let's do that. And uh, I never served in the military. Um, although 16 years ago this weekend, I was at Mike's house and he actually tried to recruit me. He's like, I'm going, you got to come with me. And, uh, and so he almost sold me too. He's pretty influential, but um and so I couldn't hack it. I'm not as brave as you guys. And, uh, and so we, uh, he started saying, hey, could we use this? I said, absolutely. And then, um, you know, a couple of years ago, I was like, does this not already exist for the military? I mean, is this something he's like, well, it does. But there's something that's so dynamic, I think, that we have here. Being able to take the best civilian coaching, connect it with Mike's military backdrop as well, and connect those two together. And, um, and such was the birth of Salute to Relationships. And so we want to be able to help increase the resiliency of warriors by optimizing the most vital relationships. And really as a result, decrease the suicide rates that are plaguing our warriors and veterans like 22 a day. I and mean, it's just it's so sad. So there's a really a huge sense of urgency uh, that we have to be able to get this into 
the hands and hearts of warriors and veterans today, um, because in some cases their life depends on it. Yeah, Matt, you, you hit on a couple things. So first off, uh, I think anybody who goes into um, pre-marriage and marriage counseling is a pretty brave dude. So, uh, <laughs> so, so don't sell yourself short on that. I, I'm sure you've been in a couple of situations where uh, we would not probably, uh, the other individuals in here outside of Mike would probably not thrive in those environments. Um, yeah, and I, I might take a, a deployment to Iraq over being in a one-on-one -on -one scenario with a, uh, a couple that aren't getting along too well. Yeah, hundred percent scary, right? The bombs go off in that room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, and I think um, there's something else that you that that really hits close to home. And I think when we initially started talking, uh, that that uh, was really something that that touched me personally. And and Stu and I, you know, with the Warriors' heart, the folks were always talking about you know their primary mission being helping helping our those that serve to to heal through um, you know through their program. As well, it's you know very near and dear to our heart. But uh, I didn't share this with you guys. But in the last two weeks, we've had two attempts, and so we've um, you know in, in my command, and then you know a couple of months ago, we had a, a an actual suicide, and 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 we have ideations is, is kind of a, a just a recurring theme in our command. So it, it hits very close to home, and and I think in the fact that you guys are uh, doing this mission is just is is huge, and you know. Stu and I are absolutely grateful to you guys for, for leading the way in this because the, the truth of the matter is a lot of times when the government runs a program, it's just not as good as the civilian version of it. And you guys have that, that special insight to be able to, to bridge the gap between the civilian and the military and, and also have this incredible program. Um, and I think a, a, another point that really resonates with Stu and I is the fact that you guys are Christians first mm -hmm. and then you're entrepreneurs. And if you don't mind just kind of talking on that a little bit, um, you know, this, this is a little bit off script, but, but I think a lot of folks struggle with um, entrepreneurship and, and making money and that kind of focus. And then having that be a faith based thing and having it completely honor, you know, honor the Lord, but also be very entrenched in, in, in things of this world being entrepreneurship. So if you, if you guys don't mind just touching on that briefly for our listeners, because I think a lot of people struggle with that. For sure. I, I know as a lead pastor, it's definitely something I have to navigate because the last thing I would want is for people to have the perception that I'm overly money motivated uh, and I'm a full-time lead pastor and also uh, the co-founder um, and partial owner of STR. So, you know, there's something to balance. I, I also um, co-founded a nonprofit called Morning Story that helps people film a message where they preach the gospel at their own funeral in advance of their own death. So I, I'm just a personality that's attracted to entrepreneurial ideas, like building crazy tents in, in the middle of Iraq. And and uh, I think God has blessed that. And at some level, you know, Matt has been really good for me in just reminding me that, you know, at, at the end of the day, people, you're always going to have people misunderstand your motives to some degree. And all, all you can do is be faithful to what God has called you to. Um, I've been inspired by both of you, David and Stu, in that, you know, we've said similar things like, you know, money is not a bad thing. It's a neutral thing. And the more money you have to steward, the more money that you have to give and to bless other people with. So um, I think, if you are an entrepreneur and a follower of Christ, as long as you understand um, that 
that money is a terrible master, but it's a, it's a very effective tool to advance his kingdom. I think God oftentimes will really bless uh, your efforts. And that's been the story in my life too. I, uh, my wife and I have never had to worry financially. Um, and, and really, I could probably stop taking a paycheck from my church if I needed to during this COVID-19 thing. That, there's a freedom in that, right? Um, so I think it's a great, great thing that can find balance if you're intentional and you're thoughtful about it. Yeah, I mean, on my end, I think entrepreneurship is small business. One of the greatest things you can do to be able to give back to society. And, um, you know, whenever you add value into our society, value gets added back. And so you use those dollars. And then as Mike said so well, you guys are so influential, uh, taking it to the storehouse first and, um, and being able to give and contribute. I think contribution is one of our human needs. And we can get outside of our own selves and, and give beyond ourselves. Entrepreneurship gives you a platform to do that, which is really exciting. That's good stuff. Um, so kind of speaking of, you know, tools and resources and, and, and using this platform that you guys have, um, tell us about, you know, the inside of what STR is about and, and the actual tools inside of it and how it can really help, um, you know, our listeners and, and people um, that are needing this right now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, so Salute Relationships is an online training platform that you can take. It's portable, it's powerful, it's practical, it's engaging, and you can use it wherever you're at, whether you're deployed, um, anywhere in the world. And so um, whether you're single, you're dating, you're engaged, or you're married, it's a great tool for all of us because we're all in relationships of some kind. Um, it's specifically designed for romantic relationships. And so romantic relationships will get the most out of it. But again, single people who are wanting to be in a dating relationship, um, they're going to get a ton out of it because you're going to get to understand yourself at a whole nother level. And so many relationship problems are really just single people problems that we drag from our past into our present and it can affect our future. So it's really nice even if you're single because you can say, wow, I'm learning so much. And, um, and it's great because it's transferable to all relationships. It works at work. And, um, and so as well as with your friends and at home. And so there are eight major modules, if you will, with over 50 videos, um, audio, built-in assessments, next step questions. It's super interactive. And we've created it where either individuals can go through it or entire military groups can purchase it for their entire group. And that's really what we focused on and um, is to be able to have that. So the online training modules include communication. Communication is the lifeblood of relationship. And so miscommunication, unmet expectations, those are just two of some of the biggest breakdowns that people go through as the years progress. And so trading places, that's another topic. Learning the art of being able to see life through each other's eyes, step into each other's shoes, huge topic. I mean, so many people, you guys have maybe seen this with your own lives. It's like, we can say the same phrase but mean totally different things, right? Like, it's like a, you walk into a walk-in closet and a woman says, I got nothing to wear. You know, most guys are like, are you kidding me? You've got a huge closet full of clothes. You know, what she means is like, I got nothing new to wear, nothing I want to wear. And, uh, you know, 80% of guys, when they walk into a closet and they, guess that they say, I have nothing to wear, they mean literally, I got no clean underwear, right? <laughs> and so same phrase, different meaning. And so that's a huge, huge topic. And so on a massive scale, so that module really unpacks that, helps people understand and articulate and use language to what are my needs. 
And how do I receive love? And what does that look like for me personally? And so then we talk through sex and money and spirituality and roles and expectations, family and friends, kids, in-laws. Um, we talked about suicide prevention. We talked about deployment and mentor leave and reintegrating tips. And, um, and, and then, you know, one of the biggest topics, like we already said, is that's the topic of self-care. And, um, and so being able to have self-awareness of understanding what's going on in me, which actually has a huge impact on we. And so couples can do that or an individual can do that. But also for the military side, we have on top of that, we have certification exams for their military uh, warriors to go through. We also have a private portal, which is really cool for really leaders to be able to add their own content, to be able to influence their own group um, as an extended resource and branch to their own group. So it's a really cool, uh, you know, resource I think that people can use regardless of what branch you're at in the military. Mike, what's, really what's really fascinating, I think, uh, I was telling Matt the other day is, um, man, if we were to take a time machine and go back and try to build a tool that would be hyper relevant for COVID-19, coronavirus, sheltering in place, it would be salute to relationships. And we, we built this not knowing that, that uh, we'd be in this scenario, but the same principles of being on two different continents for deployment and uh, being um, engaged even stateside and being separated for trainings, that applies with the shelter in place piece. So you can do this from anywhere. And then that private portal piece is really exciting for this time too, because you know that's what we see leaders scrambling to, to get done. How do I contextualize a message to my people without literally just putting uh, Department of Defense information on a YouTube channel somewhere? Well, it's password protected, it's cyber secure, it, individual username, and now a unit chaplain, mental health uh, worker, uh, commander, uh, NCOIC can, can speak directly. Uh, and, and actually, we just signed a contract with Wounded Warrior Project. So they're using this as well with their uh, Project Odyssey suicide prevention. We're doing a pilot uh, program with them. So it's really even extending beyond just the active duty military. That's awesome. Uh, you know, we, we, we love that. And uh, I'm really curious, do you guys have anything, you know, I, I've, I've been putting us on mute because I've been listening to my three-year-old in the background as I'm filming from my daughter's room, uh, get put in timeout. Do you have anything for like small children? Is it like a cartoon version to, uh, to, to help them work through some of these issues? Because I think it's getting to them too. Yeah, we actually are in conversations with uh, the, something called the phase project right now about implementing their material into, into ours. And if you haven't heard of Phase Project, I highly recommend it. It uh, comes out of a company called uh, Rethink and Orange, and they partnered together with Fuller Seminary to do a psychological study of every year of a child's life and make basically an instruction manual for every, every year up through college, from birth to college, to really understand where they're at developmentally. So it's not a cartoon for the kids, but it is a parent, parent aid. So that's awesome. Well, really the cartoon probably would benefit our uh, Marine and uh, army listeners as well. So it could be a <laughs> dual purpose, dual purpose. Hey, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, another question for you guys, because I think a lot of times we learn through adversity. We learn through our failures more than we learn through uh, our successes. And in that, in that theme, I know for Stu and I, some of our prog projects that have gone kind of sideways, we have gained so much more knowledge and insight uh, 
and and I'm I'm sure that's no different for you guys. If you don't mind, can you just highlight some of the maybe some of the times that the plans fell apart or or things didn't go exactly as you anticipated? Because you know I, I know some of our listeners are like, man, it's awesome leading churches and and uh, healing marriages and love Jesus and you know potentially uh, you know growing this business. But but I'm pretty sure it's not all all rainbows and unicorns for you guys. So can you highlight some of those for us? Yeah, dude, that is so true. Uh, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you got to be comfortable with the word no, and you have to be comfortable with get comfortable with failure. And I love what you said: there's opportunities to get intelligently and learn some of your greatest success can come through and things that go well back to the not so long ago. We were in an organization and um, getting ready to sign on, and signed yet, and they wanted us to reach out to their leaders. And do a training for them, and, and so they get up and try to get people. And so Mike and I were really excited about it. We got on the Zoom call, which plays well with us. And, and right away, we have opposition from one of the people that was looking at the list. And it was basically, we were talking about the differences between men and women and in places. Um, but that was too gender specific for one of our people. And so she was pushing back and saying, what about the non-binary couples? And, you know, what about this? And what about this? And we value every person. Um, but our, our actual training wasn't set up specifically to talk to every possible group out there. And, um, and so we were like, oh, my gosh, what do we do in this situation? And uh, what we knew, like this, this was not fitting perfectly with their organization. And so we, we did not meet the needs um, that they thought they had in, the, in that moment. And so we said, hey, we hear you. This doesn't work for you. We're going to fix it. And, um, and so we're going to take the time to rewrite some of our content to be able to make it more palatable for the specific group members that they might have. Um, and so we, we did that in three days, I think, Mike, and uh, Me too, yeah. turned it around and um, spent a lot of money <laughs> having to turn that around. And, and, um, and so, yeah, it was, uh, we knew that, you know, our resources, we might get pushback on that at some point down the road um, with them, but we got it right away. And uh, so we had to move fast and, um, and so, and navigate how to do that well. So that was definitely a oh crap moment for us, uh, but we got through it. Yeah, and and you know that example you were breaking up a little bit uh, on the connection when you teed that up, but um, I think that required a lot of prayer too to really discern. Okay, where are we going to compromise, and you know uh, how we say things because the fact. The fact is, if you if you treat gender as completely fluid and non-existing, relationship counseling really has has nowhere to go. And uh, so, and coming back from our worldview and making sure that we're not just shifting to accommodate a sale, but we're also validating every person and being true to what we believe is really helpful about our material. So that's that's uh, adversity. Um, I think you know your question about feeling. Like, like you've actually failed though. Uh, I love that book by Maxwell, Failing Forward. And I think that's just so helpful in how you teed that up, David. And one of the neat things about STR is it was born out of a place that felt like failure. And that was um, me talking to a psychologist about some of the things I saw in the military. I had a back injury in Iraq and um, 
my wife, like probably most people's spouses claim that I might have some hearing loss. And so I, I went to get my uh, ears checked and, um, you know, have a little bit of the ringing in my ears and, and uh, have that back injury. And, and of course, when I'm there at the VA, they want to talk about kind of my combat record and things I've seen in Iraq. And, and so we're having this discussion and um, before long, all of a sudden, um, you know, I've got this new label of disabled veteran service connected disability with a with a rating and that was just really difficult for my my sense of self and I it brought me to a place where I realized that's okay as a label for other people that I help but not for me and I and I just wasn't really doing well with that label of being a service connected veteran and uh, at the same time I decided to go for 12 sessions of cognitive behavioral therapy at the VA. I found that helpful. Uh, but sometimes it's really hard when you're a caregiver and you're used to being in the other chair and you're speaking into people's lives and helping them with trauma. That was just really brutally tough for me to, to kind of humble myself and just walk through some of those things. But it's helpful because I realized I had quarantined a lot of a lot of memories and a lot of stuff that was just hard. And uh, there's even a particular term for, for that caregiver trauma when you're always caring for other people and you see them die and go through difficult things, um, you carry that in a little different way as opposed to your typical uh, warrior trauma. But it was out of those experiences that Matt and I started to talk more. And when you are connected with a disability that was incurred in, in Iraq or in service, uh, you do get uh, a modest check, depending on your rating every month from the government and going back to your question of how do you be faithful as a follower of Christ and be a steward and not be money motivated. My wife and I really wanted to invest that in something that would help other service members and active veterans. And really we used that seed money to start STR and Matt used his own income to start that. And we, we went in 50, 50 on that. And uh, really you, you could probably say that had I not, um, been brought to a place where I needed to talk to somebody, STR really wouldn't have, wouldn't, wouldn't be around. So. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, you know, and we always say that, and, and, you know, it's not original to us at all, but you know, God works in mysterious ways and, and when, where doors close, where doors open and we're so short sighted as humans to even understand that the opportunities that could arise out of that. So even like in the midst of COVID, right. I'm, I'm hearing, you know, the different folks I'm listening to. I listened to a guy, Lee Dominique, the other day. Gave a, uh, he's from, uh, I think, the founder of Kingdom Builders, and just a, an amazing entrepreneur and and uh, pastor. But talking about, you know, these virtual churches that are standing up are reaching tens of thousands, potentially hundreds of thousands of more people that he could ever reach in a church service. Right? He may have a five thousand capacity. Um, Pastor Kai out in Hawaii said he had, you know, 500,000 touches to some kind of content that they have. He's like, ah, you can't do it. There's opportunity for everything, whether it's ministry, business. So I love that you highlight that. I love the fact that take a negative and, and turn it to a positive. And I think that's one huge aspect of our faith that, you know, you take these things that happen and you're like, Lord, it's yours. What's the plan? And, 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 and he, he blesses those things. So thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. Yeah. That was a that was a, that was a challenging deployment, and I, I don't talk about it a lot. And and uh, I know Mike had some pretty major challenges, probably more than I did. Um, and uh, you know, 
it's it, it hits home really really close to to David and I. We've had we've had some um, classmates from our college um, uh, commit suicide, and we and as David said earlier, uh, you know he had uh, some you know we have people in our command that uh, have committed suicide and have made attempts, and um, there's a lot of it going on right now. And um, you know I think this stuff that you guys are doing is incredibly powerful, and um, you know besides besides the SDR program itself I mean, you know what what are some other uh, what are what are some other useful resources uh, books podcasts um, programs that you guys have seen that have been you know kind of helpful in this field sure well my all-time favorite book uh, when it comes to relationships um, is actually how to win friends and influence people it's an Great old book. book by Dale Carnegie, you know, wrote it in the early 1900s. And um, when I, I actually didn't read the book for many years because it just sounded kind of fishy, you know, it's kind of like how to manipulate people. Is that what this is about? And it's actually not that at all. You get to see his heart come out so well and really about how to optimize relationships across the board. And, um, and so that has been one of my favorites from an entrepreneur standpoint probably my favorite podcast right now is a podcast um, by guy Roz. it's called how i built this and um and it's really the story of entrepreneurs and how they started their companies how they struggled well the pitfalls and failures they go through and uh it has been it's so encouraging as an entrepreneur because david to your point it's so there's hard moments you know people only see the successes or what you do or this is how many people you've reached great do you know how many people i didn't reach do you know how many people we did fail you know how many people like we struggled through or said you're stupid or whatever you know and so it's so good because you're with a community that says me too and uh and so that that podcast has been very meaningful for me yeah, uh, one that comes to my mind, I've been on a lot, is the Carrie Newhoff podcast. He interviews uh, pretty elite uh, church leaders, business leaders. And then uh, actually three weeks ago, he launched a podcast with uh, David Kidman, the president of Barna, uh, called the Weekly Pulse. And that is for church leaders. And it's really data-driven on how churches are doing in coronavirus, COVID-19 territory. And so I found those extremely helpful yeah that's and, great and the matt morgan coaching podcast that i listen to as well <laughs> oh yeah there's that one too <laughs> actually actually i really like your podcast matt because you know i've got a touch of add and i i, I really appreciate the the pithiness of it and you know i i just listened to an episode of matt's that was talking about uh, parenting by generations and it it was just perfect length and right full of content so that's awesome that's awesome well i appreciate you guys sharing uh sharing some of those resources that, that's that's you know we we love to i think for me i struggle because i I'm, I'm always trying to see every podcast and read every book and do full-time navy and then do some storehouse and do a podcast and i you know i need to really uh, hone it in because I think that you know the shotgun blast is not as effective as the laser focus. So I really appreciate you guys offering those uh, uh, those resources up. Uh, David David likes to he he sees a lot of squirrels. Like there's a lot of squirrels that run around and he's like, oh squirrel, I gotta do this. oh squirrel, I gotta do this. And uh, that so is he's, he's not got a lie. I do I do resemble that uh, that comment. So that um, yeah that it is it is an issue. Uh, maybe a touch of uh, ADD as well. Uh, 
follow-on question are you guys uh if, if you had the opportunity to go back to your younger self outside of potentially a uh, offering advice for you know some hair care products or something like that what would you what would be your top advice to your younger self that's a great question um you know this is going to sound trite as a pastor but i would just say uh trust god just just trust that and you alluded to this earlier, uh, David, or maybe it was Stu, but, um, you know, God has the ability to see the whole picture. We don't. And if we really believe what scripture says, that, you know, he's prepared good works for us to step into in advance of our own birth, we really, the implication would be we would be a lot less stressed out. Um, I mean, I'm getting ready to preach uh, tomorrow for Easter. We're doing a drive-in church setup where uh, multiple services and cars are driving in. Pray for me, by the way, it's going to be 39 degrees and snowing, um, and I'll be standing on a roof um, preaching. But what, one of the points of making the message is that, um, you know, the resurrected Christ could walk through walls, apparently, just pass through immaterial objects. He's in the upper room with his disciples. They're huddled in there, afraid, full of doubt. And um, I'm, I'm just making the point that if we really believe the Easter message as a reality, not just a nice story, we should be walking through walls as well, not literal walls, but we should be able to pass through some of these barriers of fear and doubt in our lives. And I think I'd probably tell my younger self, don't, don't erect walls of fear and doubt that don't need to be there. And when you do run into them, just, just trust Jesus to help you pass through those. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mine is around fear as well. I mean, hands down, um, in my coaching, I talk a lot about this personality assessment called the Enneagram. And uh, Ennea stands for the Greek word for the number nine, and grams of figures. And nine-sided figure, you get a number between one and nine. What I love about it is that it helps us understand our core motivation, which is way more interesting than behavior. But why did I do that? Um, and, and so as I've learned so much about that and put language to it, I see so much of myself um, and my younger self trying so hard to be all things so that people would see me as successful. And, and because of that, that actually stunted my growth because I would try to hide some limitations that I had. And those limitations were never been able to grow because I was scared that people would see them as now I failed, therefore I'm a failure. I moved it from, you know, I, I failed at something to it becomes who I am. And I was so scared of that that it really limited me. So I would tell myself, Allow yourself to be fully seen. It's the most vulnerable thing in the world to show up with your whole heart to know that you're enough. It's okay. Not because of what you do, but because of who you are, because of what God says you are. And I think I would have been able to grow a lot faster, further uh, in my younger years, for sure. That's awesome. That's pretty powerful. It gets me motivated. Um, well, awesome, guys. Well, this, this has been... Um, a great conversation and I'm, I'm so thankful that you guys uh, were able to kind of last minute jump on this thing with us and, and discuss, uh, you know, what you guys are doing. Cause it's, it's really important. Um, and, and we want to get this message out to people because, uh, you know, right now it's just such a good time to start, you know, really, really building on the relationships, get back in touch with people that you haven't contacted in a long time. And I've started to try to reach out to, you know, some friends from high school and, and from college that I haven't talked to in a long time and reconnect and, you know, do zoom calls. We, like we set up family zoom calls and yeah. um, it, man, just building on relationships, investing in people 
investing relationship is, is, is so big right now. Um, how, how can I can't people, even, I can't even get a call back from you, Stu. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't remember the last time you called my phone. <laughs> I just, ex- I just expect for you to call me every day. So, oh, got it, got it, got it. yeah, sorry. Um, you don't have to call me out on video, man. Um, well, so, so how many, how can people get in touch with you? What, what you know, we would love for this to see out of this is, you know, our listeners and, and our network of people, um, reaching out to you guys and, and asking about STR and asking how they can get their, their people involved, asking how they can get their sailors, their soldiers, um, connected with STR. And so they can start building their relationships and, and, and getting in front of, of this whole like PTSD issue. What's the best way to get in, in touch with you guys? Yeah, probably the easiest is go to our website. It's called salute to relationships.com. And, um, and there, there's also a contact us page, um, that they can go and, and uh, reach out to us. And, uh, so everything they need or to be able to reach out to us, they can get right there. It's probably the simplest way. Yeah. Yeah. We also have a Facebook page, uh, of course, and we're on other, uh, venues and social, but, uh, I think that would probably be the starting point, the front door for most people. And I would just say if there's any listeners or viewers who are in charge of a group of military warriors, um, whether that's a, a group of veterans or active uh, duty members, um, I, I can't think of a more strategic thing to implement right now than something that is battle tested as a digital cybersecure resource that is chock full of really great relationship content that also allows you to speak privately and contextually to all your people uh, on issues as important as suicide prevention and uh, bringing that divorce rate down. So, um, you know, this is definitely something that we were on a call yesterday with a federal government contractor about uh, the potential of, of uh, putting a proposal in for a special COVID-19 uh, national response relief uh, opportunity. Uh, so the fact is there is some federal funding here to uh, buy into this tech and, and this platform. It, it really just takes uh, initiative of, of, a, of a leader who sees the value of investing in relationships stuff yeah all right well that's incredible guys oh sorry Stu. go ahead yeah, that's incredible fellas I, I really appreciate uh and Stu really appreciate the fact that you uh everything you guys are doing and 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 just highlighting those resources for for folks out there it, it, it's awesome you guys are incredible motivate me i know you motivate Stu, and uh you know, from the, from the business aspect and from the spiritual aspect and, and the relationship aspect. And I'll be expecting, you know, phone calls from, from each of you uh, to reach out and, and, uh, and fill my cup a little bit. So I don't know, we'll make that covenant. That sounds great. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks again, guys, for coming on. Um, this, this will come out probably after uh, Easter, but, um, you know, hope everyone uh, ha- has a, an amazing Easter. Um, thanks for listening and uh, go fill your storehouse. Make it a great day. See ya. Thanks for listening to Filling the Storehouse. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe and share it with someone you love. And if you really felt inspired, leave a five-star review so we can continue to grow and help other Christian entrepreneurs fill their storehouse. If you're interested in creating financial freedom through real estate investing, be sure to check out our website at storehouse310turnkey.com. We'd love to serve you through our platform of building the kingdom. 
Just click on the contact link and we'll reply to you as soon as we can. Again, thanks so much for listening. Now go for your storehouse and make it a great day.